sort of, so nice bit of a modern touch there, sort of a modern touch, although we're going back to 1976 where uh, the old, you know what film that was from? Rocky, of course, yeah. And actually one thing I didn't know about that was it was produced and directed by Sylvester Stallone as well. It tells a story of, um, in Philadelphia, of a loan shark, um, collector, debt collector basically, that makes it big on the, on the, in the heavyweight boxing world where he becomes the world champion and all that. And all those little boys just dancing in the living room as kids, you know, it's all great stuff, isn't it? So we started with the, the theme from Rocky. Probably the better one of the many not very good ones that I've heard in the past that have been arranged for Brass Bar. I think that's by far the best one, and that's why I'm quite happy to play that. We move on with another popular piece of music now. And it was, it was, it was really mentioned to me about six months ago now, where we played it at, at, at one of our previous concerts in the Dobcross Band Club, or the Mecca of Banding, as I like to call it. Um, it's a fantastic place. You must come along. We do, um, we do concerts, um, usually once a month, where we put a band on there, we organise a concert, and it's all about getting the hub at Dobcross going again. You know, we're having a, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more later about our success, certainly in the last four years, four and a half years since um, I've been with the band. We've, we've had a great time. And, and, but the hub up there at Dobcross, it's a special place. If you've never been, go up there and come to one of the concerts. They're advertised locally, and if you look online, they'll be advertised. And if, you're, if you're good with your face cloth on, on the phone and all that, yeah, then, you, then you, you know, you'll, get, you'll see all the, all the bands advertised from fantastic bands. You've got the Yorkshire Imperial Band coming. Um, I think it's, is it this? There you go, week on Sunday. The very famous Yorkshire Imperial Band. They don't come over very often. It's, it's worth coming up and listening to them. It's in the afternoon. So if you've got to get back into sort of the kids out or get up for work or whatever, and then you, you still can do. But we're going to move on now with a popular piece of music. And it's quite a touching thing, really, and a, and a tribute. Because one of the things I did, I looked through the band's history, and I thought when I, when I came to the band, it was very important to understand what had gone before, because I'm merely a custodian here, okay, in, in, in a line of many conductors that have been before me, and probably when the band isn't so successful, and it's like football, basically. They, they forget the good times, and when you're having a bit of a bad run, you're on your, out on your ear, so that day will come, hopefully not in the near future. But um, I look back through the history of of the successes of the band. And what really stood out more than anything was a gentleman that conducted the band between the years of 72 and 80, that's 1972, 1980, and, and did a spell in 1988 as well. And across all the sections, this gentleman conducted the band in 49 contests, okay? And he had 23 podium finishes. Um, within those podium finishes, it was six wins, nine seconds, nine thirds. And I always say what a privilege it is to conduct the Dobcross band, and it is. And also that there's massive shoes to fill for the people that have gone before me. You know, I'm still learning my trade here, and, and I'm very aware of that. I'm reminded of it on a regular basis, I might add. Um, but, so what stood out was a gentleman who conducted the band in that period and, and, and um, amounted those successes. It was a guy called Peter Weston. Um, now, I, I, obviously, I, he's not, no longer with us, Peter. And, and, and I, unfortunately, I never got the opportunity to meet Peter. And, and, and I wish I had, because I've heard some great, fantastic stories. I know we've got um, Peter's widow in with us tonight, actually, who's a, a vice president of the band, so, and it's, and, which is very nice, and I'm really, here we go, you see. So I'm, re I'm really glad to see you. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. And, and I'm glad now that we put on the, pro just to prove that we, we do play it, even when I don't know you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter, he arranged a lovely piece of music. And I'm going to play this again in tribute to Peter, but, but as well, because it's a beautiful piece of music. And I remember my father, every time it came on the radio, my dad always used to say to me, years before it's time, this tune, every time it came on. So we're going to play for you, A Whiter Shade of Pale.
beautiful piece of music, that well arranged, it's a fantastic piece of music. We'll, we'll continue to play that, we'll continue to play it. And it's good building for the band, he knew what he was doing, Peter, didn't he? So, m moving on to films again now, musicals, this type of thing, so. Um, in 1952, there's an American um, comedy written. It's sort of like a story within a story. And it was directed and choreographed by Gene Kelly. He was in it as well. Why not put yourself in it? Rocky can do it. I can do it. You know. um, or he went first, didn't he? So, um, but it starred him, Debbie Reynolds, and Donald O'Connor. And it offers a light-hearted view of Hollywood and what was going on in Hollywood with the movie, in the movie scene, actually, where they went from silent movies into what they called talkies. So when we got into, like... Um, dialogue, di dialogue within fil films and musicals, that type of thing. Um, and I think I mentioned earlier about getting here in the rain tonight, so um, you'd be quite within your rights to call this whinging in the rain, because right? I, know, I know there was quite a lot of that going on as the people were coming and shaking their brollies outside. So um, we're going to play for you a great arrangement now of Singing in the Rain. <laughs> Thank you. 
So I said um, we'd give you a bit of culture, didn't I, tonight? I didn't lie. I was a bit, um, what's it with the truth? It's Brent, basically. All right. Who's going to stand up next? But he is going to give you a little bit of, a little bit of culture in the right manner, of course. Um, I said to Brent, he, he always tells me off. He's like my older brother, Brent. We, 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 quite, we go out quite a lot together, you know. And, we, and Brent actually is the band master as well. So, uh, sergeant, the brand sergeant, more, 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 more to the point. Um, he does a great job, and without him, I couldn't do what I do. To be without a lot of the team behind the band, I couldn't do. And it's important to mention, actually, I said I'd talk about our successes. Now, bands are gauged in what they do in the contest field, of course. So, whilst we do a great concerts, and we always try and do that and appeal to the masses, we have to do, because you support us, and we're very grateful for that. But where the contests are concerned, in order to get the band standard up, we need to compete. So, um, I talked about um, Peter's record, which was phenomenal, to say the least, and it's a hard act to follow. We're not doing bad, in fairness, we're doing okay. Um, in the four and a half years that I've been here, we've entered, I think, to date, I think we've done 31 competitions, excluding your Whip Friday marches. 31 competitions, I think we've won 18, and second in seven. So... And, and you know, so we're doing okay. We currently hold seven titles. The contest season's about to start again. We hold seven of the titles of the contest we're about to re-enter in a higher level because we, we, we won the national championships last year in the forward section, which was amazing, to say the least. The first time in the band's history of winning the national championships. And um, it, it was a long road to get there, you know. Um, you only see the good. You don't see what goes on behind the scenes to get us there. Um, so we did well with that and we're very grateful. We'll go again this year and hopefully those seven will come back to Dob Cross. We'd like to see that, wouldn't we? Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, um, so, so yeah, and it's because of the band behind me. And we're led by great people, as I mentioned, Brent, another soloist in the band that hold the end seats in each section. They hold the, the glue that holds it all together. Um, so I said to Brent last week where we were out, I said, you know what, Brent, I'm getting right into my modern music now. I said, I said, I really, I'm certain, I don't know, what, I'm a midlife Christ, I'm 52 now, I'm going through this midlife, I want a boat, things like that, you know, um, camper van and all, <laughs> that type of thing. And I said, I mean, I'm really into this, this Beyonce light. I said, I've got right into Beyonce light. And he went, and he just went, what's the matter with you? He said, well, he said, whatever floats your boat. I went, no, 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 that's, that's buoyancy. What you don't know about Brent, Brent's a very rich man, which is why I go out with him. Hi Brent. Lorded he is. Lorded. Tap him up after, buy you all a drink. But I'll tell you to show you how he got there, because he wasn't always like that, were you? He had, a, he had a bad start, Brent, in life, actually, didn't you, Brent? I did. He had a really bad start, and basically what happened was, I mean, his dad unfortunately passed away three years before he was born, to start with, so that did <laughs> so, so that did and then um, he were in the old council flats there in Rochdale and, um, and they had a little garden bit, a communal bit at the bottom and his mum says to him, didn't she, Brent? She says, it's looking a bit rough down there, Brent. Go out and mow our Brent. Go on, I'll give you a shilling, like, you know, because he's a bit older than me. This is um, decimalisation I was born. So he says, um, he says go, our Brent, get out there and mow them lawn with a manual one as well. You didn't have none of these fly mower stuff, did you then? And he goes out with his manual lawnmower and he mows the lawn. Elsie next door spots him, she said, well, he's done a right good job of that. She said, well, you do mine, Brent, I'll give you a shilling if you do mine as well. So before you know it, he's do, you're doing them all every two weeks, aren't you? 
coin in it in he was. Anyway, when he, he, he wasn't right good at school, he wasn't the brightest, you know, at school. And so he thought, well, this is all right, I can cut grass, that's what I can do, right? And he's building a few fences as well, aren't you, around estate and all that. Well, then before you know it, he passed his driving test, he got, he got a three-wheel van, uh, it should have had four, but he, <laughs> he, had, he had this, three, this, this van, a bit rusty old thing, weren't it? And, and he piles all his new tools and he starts buying new tools. Then he gets a guy on board to it, but you did it later on, didn't you? And he's doing all the parks and the bushes and everything. Fantastic. And he's building up this real good... So this is how he's made his money. So he, and then, basically, he gets to about 30, 30 31, and, 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 and his uncle died and left him 20 million quid. <laughs> <laughs> I got a scream. So, so Brent's going to play for you, and if you've never seen this done, so this he's going to play Quanta Ibella, Quanta Ikare, and it's an operatic aria. I mean, he fits the, the profile. Don't need to start. So, um, so, so it's it's from Act One, Scene One of the Italian opera. I have to get this right now. The Lisa d'Amore, okay, the Elixir of Love. It's Brent all over. Um, and, and the story goes again. The role is Nemorino, a young peasant, in love with Adina. And it, it's basically set in his, oh, interestingly, the lawn of Adina's farm. In... <laughs> I couldn't write it, but you... <laughs> you, you couldn't write actually, it, yeah. I did, but you couldn't. The, the lawn of Adina's farm is in an Italian village, 19th century. The synopsis is going, Nemorino sings for his love of Adina, and he believes that although she'll always love her, uh, he'll always love her, nothing will ever come of it because she does not want him. He wonders who can teach him what he needs to win her heart. I've tried, but he's, you know. So we, so, so we haven't got Nemorino, we've got Brentorino, who's going to play a love. It's beautiful, that, uh, on a serious note. It's a lovely piece of music, this. And it's Quanta Ebella. Please welcome my good friend, Brett Warren.
Wasn't that beautiful? It's all you. I promised you culture. You've just had it. Brent Warren, ladies and gentlemen. Quantabella on, online again on, on the on YouTube and you watch the Pavarotti version of that from when he was younger. Oh, it just it draws you right. It really does. If you appreciate good music and, and cultured music, it draws you right in. You can tell I'm excited about it. It's just fantastic. It's amazing. So anyway, the next we've got to go to Cole Porter tonight, and it's arranged by um, I'll say adversary of mine, but uh, <laughs> I, many years ago I had the pleasure of playing for the Brighouse and Rastrick Brass Band, and it was a great pleasure. Um, and the conductor at the time was a guy called Derek Broadbent. Now, if you don't know Derek Broadbent, you'll know the floral dance, yeah? yeah it's pretty much, we played that about 70 times in the, in the time I was with them. We got sick of it by the time he'd finished. But anyway, he, he arranged that piece, the floral dance, and he's arranged this one as well. And it, the song originally was written um, by, by Cole Porter, and it was during his time, I'll have to read this, because Kalabahi, anybody know about where that is? No one's ever been? No. Well, the side of Stockport. <laughs> So that would be the USA or the side of Ashton. Yeah. Um, Indonesia and Fiji, and it was written in 1935, this piece of music actually. And in 19, it was uh, 1935, it was introduced to June night in the Broadway musical Jubilee. Um, now, you'd be, you'd be right to think that at the start of this, don't get rushing onto the stage, because it's got a come on down feel to it, this, okay? If you've ever watched, uh, what was it called, that, that, that game show years ago? The Price is Right. The Price is Right, yeah. If you're at the beginning of this, I, I guarantee you'll, you'll think you're going to start coming onto the stage. Yeah, don't, please, please don't. Right? And you'll know this when I read it. Use it, Glaze. It's 19, 1981. He featured it on his album, and it's called Begin the Begin. <laughs> Thank you. 
told you, it's got that game show thing at the beginning, hasn't it? The, the thing is, a lot of bands play what we call cheesy music, cheese music, yeah, and park stuff and things like that. And you've got to be careful. And it, some of it's written pretty badly, I have to say. But some of it's written pretty well, and I think that's probably one of... It wasn't difficult, really, but probably one of his better ones, <laughs> to be fair. Um, so, any Welsh in the audience? No. Oh, well, that, well, we'll skip that one, then. <laughs> any, any pretend Welsh... Anybody lived in Wales? Anybody going to Wales? Anybody driven through Wales? <laughs> right, all right then. So, so you can't criticise my Welsh either, that's a good thing. Ahid Enos, anybody know what that means? All through the night. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's just great. Are you, are you Welsh, yeah? Not really. It depends, it depends who's playing rugby who's got to find whether she's Welsh. <laughs> so, so I hear he knows, actually, it is all through the night. Now, she spoiled it for a minute. It's a, and it's a Welsh song that was sung. And it's first recorded um, as a it's poetical relics of the Welsh bands in 1784. You'll all have heard of this. It's a, it's a folk song come hymn tune. And the lyrics were written later on in the 1800s and been translated into several languages, thankfully, because no one can understand Welsh. Well, none of you can, can you? So, um, so we're going to play a lovely, a lovely melody, um, Welsh folk, folk tune, and it's called All Through the Night. <laughs>
So we're going to play the last piece of our concert. I hope you really enjoyed the mix of music we've played with tonight. Um, and it's been a, hope a bit of something for everybody in there. And it's important to me that the audience like it because then you come back and support us and we need it, you know. I mean, the, what we call the lower section banding, um, it, it costs a lot of money to run our band, okay. And we don't get a lot of support. We get local support in terms of grants and funding occasionally, but we don't get what the big boys get, shall we say. So it's very difficult for us. And we, we keep working hard, and we do work very, very hard behind the scenes at the band, and the band work hard, and I'm extremely grateful for that. So I hope you have enjoyed the work the band have put in. And before we move on to that piece, I've got to mention that this is going out on radio tomorrow. What time is that going out, Ian? 12 noon. 12 noon tomorrow, is it? Oldham Community Radio. Um, expert, excerpts of the concert will be, will be um, we're not done yet <laughs> um, yeah excerpts of the concert will be on um, all the community radio at 12 o'clock tomorrow and at 8pm on Wednesday um, within, uh, it's worth listening just to listen to an interview with our chairman where is he anyhow has he gone home <laughs> oh he's up there he's up there behind the light Okay. Yeah. So, so it's it's worth having a listen to that. And please do if you you know if you're stuck for something to do on a, on a two o'clock on a on a Sunday afternoon, check when the bands are on at the club. Please come and support it. We're, you know, it's been I want to poorly support it, but we're trying to get that worked up. And again, it's all about the hub and the being the, the place to be and raising. It's a non-profit making exercise, by the way. The band don't make any money on them concerts. It's all about the profile. It's all about the community and trying to give you something back. Okay, so and we have to pay those bands. So um, please come and support us. Is that enough of a guilt, of a guilt trip? I hope so. <laughs> so we're going to carry on with a great piece of music. It's a Duke Ellington piece. It's a showy piece, a very difficult piece. When we first got this out, the band were, really? Really? But I think you'll find this is a, it's, it's great. It's an American jazz standard that was composed by Juan Tizol and Duke Ellington. And it was first performed in 1936. <coughs> now, later on, the, um, Irving Mills wrote lyrics for it, but they're very rarely used, to be honest with you. Um, thank you very, very much for your support tonight. Really appreciate it. I've really enjoyed tonight. Thank you. Um, it's, it's great when you get this feedback from the audience. It makes it really worthwhile. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much. And we're going to finish now with a fantastic piece of music, and that is Caravan.
yeah, one more, yeah. Not going to really announce doing it, doing it, give you any detail on this one. It's just a lovely piece of music you'll have heard before. And what a better, better piece of music to finish on. Glorious piece of music. Send you home in a really good mood, hopefully. Uh, thanks again. Very, very grateful for your attendance. Don't get too wet on the way home, okay? If you're a lovely ladies out there, if you get accosted by a guy in a blue waistcoat and a yellow, yellow tie on your way home, it's for your own good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, and please enjoy our last piece of the night, and that is Lost Chord. <laughs>